welcome to episode 14. So we've officially been doing this for 14 weeks. Wow. Welcome back everybody. Welcome back to the Next Minute Podcast. There's no the in it, but whatever. Next Minute Podcast with myself, Cleo. And myself as well, Yasmin. I don't know why I introduced myself like that, but you guys already know. <laughs> um, just a couple disclaimers as before we begin. I have very noisy neighbours. There's a child downstairs that is screaming her head off. She's been doing it for the past half an hour. So if you hear a child screaming, it's got nothing to do with me. And also, I'm super wheezy today. Why are you wheezy, babe? Um, just for where I've been working, like all the chemicals and stuff. Yeah. I've been breathing it in. So super wheezy, super coffee. So just to let you know. <laughs> oh. Sorry, we're gonna edit that bit out. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So, babe, oh my goodness, I'm just gonna dive straight into it. But this book that I have been reading, "Sensuous Knowledge" by um, Nina Salami. I have you heard of her? No. Have you heard of the um, Miss Afropolitan blog? No. Okay, so basically, Mina Salami, she would probably consider herself as a black feminist. And I was actually sent this book by um, ZED Publishers, or Z Publishers, right? And I was sent it a couple of months ago. I read probably the first chapter, but it was a slow read, I suppose, because I was still working, you know, there was just so much going on with work. I, you know, I couldn't actually get myself involved with the book yeah oh my goodness so I'm not very well versed on this whole black feminism thing but I feel like I have a better understanding of it because of this book it has changed the way I think or opened me up to so much stuff I feel like I need to start a book club don't you love that books and information can do that I absolutely love it and I do Definitely, and I hope some of our listeners are not put off by last week's podcast where I was like, oh, everything is corrupt. (laughs) You know what, I I am not ashamed to say it, and I know that there may be a lot of naysayers out there, that I am a conspiracy theorist. I'm sorry. I love, like, you know, certain conspiracies that make sense to me. I'm happy to explore them. Where people, when you start bringing up conspiracy theorists, they're like, oh, here we go again. She's mad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but back to tie in, tying into this whole black feminist fe- feminism movement. For me, feminism came onto my radar probably because of Beyonce Lemonade, and I'm quite ashamed to say that. Because growing up in like a kind of Pentecostal atmosphere, I've had friends that in the church that have told me, no, this whole feminism thing, it's not of God and this, that and the other and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I love it. Absolutely love it. She starts off the book by talking about this mountain and you've got this Euro patriarchal way of thinking, which is the way that today. And you've got people that are, are finding bits of that mountain. And then you've got other people say like African spirituality and they're looking at the mountain at a different perspective, but the Euro patriarchal perspective has been the forefront. Oh, babes, you need to read it. I'll I'll let you borrow it. 
but it sounds it sounds amazing. Yeah, but yeah, no, probably Beyonce brought about this whole black feminine. Have you heard of this goddess called um, Ocean? Yes. I've babe, I've I've probably heard the name, but I've never linked it to. She she speaks about that in the book as well, and when you start going into like these whole African kind of you know, their accounts of creation and stuff like that. The book is just saying that, you know, the Western religions have taken bits, or they've taken stuff from Africa. Right. Made it very Westernized and it just mm-hmm. talks about us as, as black women. Yeah, there's, there's feminists, there's white feminists out there, but as black women, we can kind of look at the world at a more objective view mm-hmm. where no system serves us do you know what i mean which he says when it comes to like the whole you know um black lives matter thing and you know how women how us as black women we stand for our men and she says it makes you wonder which struggle are black women and men fighting together is it black liberation or black male liberation Mm. because even though we're women we're not we don't have the benefits or the advantages of men that men do black or white exactly yeah like i said yeah we're bottom of the barrel yeah it's it's, and i I knew this subconsciously but oh yeah babe oh sorry let me stop narrowing on no i love that and what i love even more is that i feel like i'm coming to this into this as well like just the just allowing ourselves the freedom to think differently to consume new knowledge new ideas new theories and not be afraid that oh well I I was brought up this way and oh my goodness and oh now it means this it doesn't mean anything it just means that you're broadening your mind and I think that is I think that's what God our creator that's what he or she wants Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean otherwise why would it even be available to us absolutely so um yeah I recommend the book is called sensuous knowledge a black feminist approach for everyone and it's by Mina Salani um it's absolutely an amazing book what have you been reading lately babe <laughs> well I was thinking about I need to get back into reading and mm-hmm. more so because I know it's going to sound really silly, but I, I love words. Mm. And so I just want to expand my vocabulary. I think that's, that's more so the reason behind me wanting to read more. So mm. I haven't been reading anything. I haven't read anything for a long time. What was the last book I read? Probably um, the audio version of Tiffany Haddish's autobiography, which was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Like, it was nice to hear about her story you know how she came up how she grew up whatever mm. um but yeah I definitely need to need to get back into reading and it's not always easy I, I know I'm very, very, um a bit like when I've got friends that are like oh yeah you know I've gone through about six books this week and I'm like where do you find the time it's about prioritizing isn't it because yeah. the same way a Caucasian lady will say oh my god how do you find time to cream your skin every every morning it's like well bitch that's what I do do you know what I mean so it's like I know those are two completely different extremes but it's about prioritizing at the end of the day I remember there was one year where I was dedicating 
myself to going through a book a month. And I know a lot of people can do more than that, but I was like, I'm going to do one book every month. I think I got up to like month three and then I fell off. But I prioritised that time to read a little bit in the morning and a little bit in the evening. Yeah, absolutely. I also feel like you've just got to be in that mental, because I'm off from from work now, um, summer holidays, Mm. and I've just been enjoying just, the other day I got up so early, I got up at about five and I was like, do you know what, the sun's out, I'm just going to take a stroll. And I took my stroll, I came back, I cleaned my flat, and I was just like, do you know what, I'm going to finish this book. And I never... I'm the sort of person to finish a book in a day, but I managed to finish the book that I, I was talking about earlier on in one day. Because I'd started, stop, started, stop, but then I just, you have to have that mindset. Oh my goodness. Oh, what was the last book that really like changed your, your way of thinking? Probably, probably a book, I cannot remember the author's name and I have it somewhere in the house. I believe I gave it to my mother. I can't find it anywhere, but it's called Why Men Love Bitches. Mm. (laughs) And I remember reading that in like my early 20s, probably late teens. And I just, that just changed the whole dating game for me. Mm. Detail. It it just, I mean, because I don't, I don't really remember the detail too much. But basically what she was saying is, look, don't let these, guys walk all over you a a man wants a woman that is assertive that knows what she wants that knows what she brings to the table and is not going to settle for anything less and I feel like it it just it just it it created a a shift in my Mm -hmm. dating life back then so yeah I actually wanted to reread it just so that I could maybe read it from a different perspective now that I'm older and approaching 30 but um but even, even when that kind that book obviously is a very informative book but the whole black feminist approach according to this sensuous knowledge is that why do women why do we pander it's like the whole world panders to the relaxation of, of our male species everything is to like why can't yeah. it be what a woman want like what a man needs to be for a woman yeah do you know oh it, it goes so deep so if you are looking for a book babe i definitely recommend that you start on this one i feel like the last good book that i want to plug for everybody is um home going okay. i'm sure i've banged on about that book to you who's it by, by? It's by a, a Ghanaian lady called Yagiasi. Okay. Such a good book. It's about um, the tale of two uh, sisters. They're not twins. Or maybe they are. Yeah, I think they're, they're twin sisters. And one ends up marrying a European slave trader living mm-hmm. in Ghana. And the other one is kind of sold into slavery. So the book actually, through the chapters, follows different characters and generations. And then right at the end, oh, it's such a big crescendo. I won't spoil it for those people. That <laughs> the book. Yeah, ah! But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, you know, I know, I hope I haven't bored anybody. But um yeah, I'm just really excited right now. And now I, I think the next book that I want to read 
is um, Scar Tissue by Anthony Kiedis. He's like the lead band player in um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You're looking at me like, Scar Tissue? Why has he named his book Scar Tissue? Because it's after a song that he does. Scar Tissue that I wish you saw. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God, I loved Red Hot Chili Peppers. I need to go to their concert. Oh my God, reunion. That would be cute. Oh my God, would you come with me? I was just going to say, it's always I was just going to say, I was just going to say, if you've got no one to go with, look, <laughs> I'm down. No, I'd be down. I would absolutely be down. Ooh. Yeah, so. No, so, yeah. But anyway, not to bore our listeners, so let's get back into They're not the bored. T- oh, <laughs> I'm just yapping on about these books, and they're like, yeah, oh, black. talking about books where young women... Young people, we should be talking about literature. Absolutely, and I, obviously, jumping off the back of me being a conspiracist, I honestly feel that books are going to be so sacred, like, come the next five, ten years' time, because everything's electronic. Mm. You've got all you've got Kindle now, you've got, you can just read a book on it. Like, the actual, like, feeling the pages of a book is going to become so, that's what I believe. Like, they're just trying to, and, like, even the gift of reading is going to be so, you know, scarce. I would, I actually rather have the tangible book. Would you? Yeah, I feel like I can get more into it than it being Mm. on the screen. I I can't do them, like, um, e-books. I, I can't do, I've got a Kindle, I must say, and I really, really want for my birthday, I'm saving up for it, um, an audio Kindle. So I've got a normal paperwhite Kindle already, but I really want to, because I, I was one of those people that I was like, no, you need to feel the pages and smell the fresh, crisp, like, and like just the weight of the book. But then when I got my Kindle, I was like, oh, well, this is kind of easy. And it gives you like minutes until the next chapter and stuff like that and little words especially if you want to expand your vocabulary um you can like highlight the word on the kindle and they, it just tells you what it is so that's really really beneficial but i do want an audio kindle because there's sometimes where you know obviously you've had a, a rough day or a hard day's work and you just can't be bothered to strain your eyes to read anything so that's what i need to buy the headphones first okay yeah you, yeah, no, just, <laughs> you make me <laughs> why do you need headphones no because this is the plan i, w- I want to invest in some really really good headphones and then buy my AirPods. audio yeah yeah i don't want headphones i want earpods i want earpods i don't want no headphones with no wire <laughs> <laughs> to be fair wireless headphones are your best bet i love a wireless bluetooth headphone i could i could never go backwards yeah right. yeah exactly so i want to make the investment and just treat myself it's gonna be october our birthday month is in three months i know in three months wow wow have you got any plans darling what are you gonna do i definitely probably don't want to be in the country because then i'm gonna be depressed so i think so yeah it's likely a city break will happen mm. um and yeah that's about it honey i just want to go for a nice meal i want to look like a bad bee and that's it 
you know right. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do too much because then I, I i feel like whenever i do too much i be, i am disappointed more oh is it yeah i don't know what it is i'm just like i've always felt like people don't show up for my birthday as in like people don't do the most that like people don't turn up for my birthday oh girl yeah i don't i don't i don't feel like i don't know i don't know maybe i'm being spoiled i don't know but i just i just never feel like yeah but everybody that you want to be there is there not all the it's time like, you know do you know the amount of i've had many birthdays where i've invited people that i wanted to be there and they've either ignored my invitation or you know they just oh I can't make it or they'll just tell me last minute oh, I'm not coming like it's just little things like that you know and um no one's ever planned my birthday I don't think yeah but yeah the only birthday that was planned for me was my 21st my mum planned a oh, dinner for me but um yeah no one's ever like planned my birthday my partner from last year took me to to lunch which was lovely but other than that yeah but that's two occasions <laughs> not to like red carpet yeah, absolutely when i see how other people and their tribe will go up for them mm. and be like yeah we're planning this surprise for da -da -da. do you know what i mean i've never had that i've never had all the stops pulled out for me so that babes you're making it sound like your last year is next year and that's it i would like to live a bit longer <laughs> right so you still have time <laughs> no, yeah, no I, I truly believe that at some point you know i'm gonna get that kind of energy but yeah. i just haven't experienced it yet and it's what i would like so that's why like, I, I mean at least for you know number 29 i'm not gonna do too much i've said to my girls like i'm going to you can come if you want <laughs> But I'm going mm. and I, you know, if anything, I will be there on my own and I don't know, I'll just make it what I want to make it. But yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Well, I just feel like, especially in this day and age, birthdays have become more and more ridiculous where people have no money. Like, I feel like <laughs> this is the mentality of the people around me. Right. So say for their 26 now they'll have a nice lunch at the Shard. Mm -hmm. Seventh now, they're jumping out of parachute. 28th, they're going all-inclusive Dubai, da-da-da-da-da. And then it's like the 29th has to be, you know, some sort of circus. And it's hard to keep up with. And that's why I feel like the expectation, I'm speaking for myself here when I say, I'm not the best planner. I, I can't plan for Sheffield, you know, that just energy. And, you know, obviously I would like to have the, the razzmatazz and like the meals are nice and everything like that. But I feel the older I get, the more I feel my birthdays are more about the experience and the people that I have around me. So if we're yeah. doing something like say traveling together or going to, you know, somewhere nice together, as long as I've got the people that, you know, are around me and I'm creating lovely new experiences, pictures and stuff like that, mm. that's fine for me. But I'm trying my best not to, you know, I'm going to be the big 3-0 this year. Mm. I 
I would love like to have a, a, my own like cake and everything. But that's the thing. I feel like we just look too much at what other people are doing. It's, right. it's hard. Social, we've been locked down in quarantine. People are having flipping circus acts in their two bedroom flats. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, champagne popping and fireworks. And you're just like, hmm, that oh, must be nice. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm just trying to just keep a clear head. And, and I honestly feel like, obviously I've been, we've been broken up from school now for about a week and a half. And I feel like I'm starting to find myself again. I'm starting to read. That's I'm good. starting to mold myself into the woman that I, I want to be. Awesome. Yeah, I can be like, oh, well, well, this is what I wanted to talk about today, actually. Just the pros and cons for, for women our age, um, obviously, your situation, if you're comfortable to say, we can um, edit this out if you want, um, from your perspective, living at home and me living by myself, because I'm thinking, oh, there's so much pros that you yeah. have, like money, but then you m- might not necessarily agree with what I've, I've said. So for me now, like, mm. I live in London, it's not cheap. Mm. Um and I would love that the, you know, the, the thought of saving, I would love the thought of like, you know, obviously staying at home until I have enough money for a deposit to, to buy somewhere, which is the mentality that a lot of people have. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people from maybe your side or people that live at home maybe maybe thinking, well, I can't wait to leave home because... I just need my own space which is absolutely valid as well so I just wanted to like run off points or like benefits of of both and we could just discuss okay okay cool um well I like you know I'm every episode I'm going to bring up the fact that I'm a Libra and that I like balance (laughs) so I like to weigh up pros and cons of everything so whilst it's always been my dream to be like a Carrie Bradshaw in my cute little apartment with my pink sofa and my little kitchen coming home doing my little cooking with my wine and my incense you know probably having a little puppy like that is my my dream yeah before I I don't know get married or move in with a partner that is what I would love to do my home situation is not bad at all do you know what I mean so I can't afford to move out but I don't have to move out it's not like I'm being forced to move out so yeah the pros is that I'm I can save more money yeah (laughs) I mean what else is this? I mean, I would love, I would love to have my own space, but I kind of feel like, cause it's literally just me and mum. So I kind of feel like I have my own space anyways. Mm. Um, it gets a bit annoying. Like when I need to work in the kitchen mm. and mum wants to make, wants to meal prep. <laughs> <laughs> and we're clashing. Right. Clashing. That would be similar. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it does kind of feel like we're flatmates. But I get so irritated. Like, I'll be working in the kitchen. I'll get so irritated when she wants to come make a cup of tea. I'll just be like, oh, my God. 
It's like flatmates. <laughs> Having flatmates, man, and personal, different. It's good because at least you and your mum, you know each other, but right. take people from different cultures and they don't, some don't know personal boundaries. Some will just take. Right. And it's normal for them to just, whatever's it's free game. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's more, I think your situation is, sounds more like a flatmate which is was really cool because you guys know each other already. I guess, I guess my mum is like the best kind of flatmate you could get. Like, so I know her, she knows me, we respect each other's space and boundaries, whatever's in the fridge. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, what else? Yeah. Do, would you, you feel lonely even though you live with somebody because I know that for my friends that live alone um, which is not a lot of us but it, it can get a bit lonely sometimes and you even ask, though you're are you friends, asking if I would feel lonely if I lived on my own? Is that the same for you? Like you live with somebody but do you still feel lonely sometimes? Oh um not really although sometimes it would be nice to just hear a bit of noise and when I say sometimes I mean like maybe once every quarter I feel like oh it would be nice to have a house full of cousins and you know aunties and I don't know do you know what I mean it would be nice to have a bit of rowdiness but then I don't need that in here like I can go to see my family for that you know I don't I don't I don't understand that loneliness thing because this is literally how I've grown up my whole life, me and mum. Mm. So I, I, I don't understand. I, I, I've learned to appreciate my own company. Um, I'm an introvert. Um, so are you saying that even though you do live with somebody that you've never felt like this, like lonely? Like, even sometimes when you're in your room, don't you feel like, oh, you know, oh, I'm I mean, sometimes, but then, like, I'll call, I'll call you or I'll, I'll talk to somebody or I'll be like, hey, do you want to, let's plan something, let's go somewhere. Or I'll go for a walk or I'll watch something. Like, I'll, I'll occupy my, those thoughts. Mm. Um but like true loneliness no I don't have the desire to have like more people living here with me mm. nope I don't think it's the desire of I, I for me I don't sometimes yeah I, I can get lonely and yeah I could call people but I don't know I, I just don't but I don't my family's not very close in it anyway right so I Every man is his individual island anyway. I, I suppose if I needed like help or stuff like that, I could reach out to them. Mm. But in terms of feeling that kind of togetherness, like I feel like that's probably something that's missing in my life where I, I long for like the closeness. You see like the relationship between you and your mom or like you and your other relatives. I, I, I feel like that would probably be a, a space that I don't have and I, I don't know how to feel because even though people around me would be like oh my god you've got so much friends you've got this you've got that yes count your blessings but still like if you've had that kind of if you've never felt truly like f fulfilled 
it's always going to be there. What, like a void? There's a void from like growing up and it's still always going to be a void. So I suppose no matter how much people I could, even when we go back to the whole birthday things, I have that thing where I'm like, oh, nobody's going to turn up anyway. Oh, right. one person. Or, oh, you're late. And I get so, and I feel for me, I've, I've done the work for myself to find out where, when it comes to my birthdays, you know, I get super depressed. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Like, oh, God, last year. Last year was a bit mad. But <laughs> um, it's that disappointment kind of thing. Because right. I, my upbringing, it was always a disappointment. And I'm not even to sound spoiled. Like, I know right. that mum did the best that she, she could. Yeah. But even down to, like, little things like, oh, I wanted this, like, Barbie. And then I got one that I didn't understand was probably from uh, Quick Save. But in my head, I'm like... Oh well, why can't I? You know, yeah. <laughs> my friends have all this, that, and the other, um, and I've carried that disappointment from childhood up mm-hmm. until now, where I'm still like expect the 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 lowest. Wait, no, hold on. What is it? Expect the best. Assume the best. Expect something, something. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just get so anxious as well. Yeah. I want to let I anybody. Feel you, I feel you on that anxiety. Ooh. Yeah, and I have people that just embrace it as it comes. Whatever. Yes, I've had a good time. This, that, and the other. I'm like, oh my goodness. I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to articulate, but yeah, I kind of want to like just relinquish that expectation that we have on this one day when, like, we have so many other days that are lit and that we enjoy ourselves we have fun definitely and I think for you like you've had those days like your mum planned your 21st no I just mean days in general okay so what's I'm trying to think of a really lit day I don't know there's been many days where it's just been oh my god this was such a good day why do we put so much pressure on the day that we were born okay yeah it's a celebration of life but I just feel like in the other days where it's lit and it's, it's not our birthdays, I feel like that in itself is a celebration of life. No, most definitely. Why do we put so much pressure on one day? I don't know. Because for me, like, I even put that kind of pressure on, like, Christmas. What was it? Like, if I don't have a banging Christmas day, <laughs> good food and family, I just feel like, oh, this was a waste. Oh, babes, it's Christmas. I don't even care for Christmas. It's honestly. so silly, isn't it? Again, that's, Christmas wasn't something that was... I mean, it was. My stepdad did. We had to celebrate it on Christmas Eve. So oh. we'd open up... Because it's German, It's the Dutch tradition. Oh, okay. We had, to, we had Christmas on Christmas Eve. But, man, when alcohol got involved... Peak! Oh, God. Man. But... Listen, I'm here going to celebrate my 30th year in three months, touch wood. I get there in one piece. It's been a journey, but, you know, God is good. God is good. God is good. Amen. Well, I just wanted to shift the conversation slightly. So today we are having glorious weather in London. It's, um, what, 28 degrees today tomorrow should be 34 
we're going to have a nice couple of days. And so <clears throat> as summer is pretty much in full effect, now's a time where everyone is talking absolute dog do about, oh, my summer body, I'm not ready, this and that, this and that. Oh, like all of this just body negativity. Mm. And I'm just like wondering when are we going to get over this? Like how many more times are we going to do this? I just feel like every year when this time comes around, <clears throat> oh, oh, I don't like how I look. So like even today, you see, you see the other day when we were talking about puberty Mm. And you were saying something about, um, saying something about how you used to wear a lot of baggy clothes just to like cover mm. your body and whatever. You know, I did that today. Why did you do that? I don't know why I did it. Oh. I was only, I only clocked it when I was on my way home. I was thinking, why have I done this? I knew it was going to be hot today. Mm. And I'm going to work. So, I mean, I don't, I, I literally wear rags to work. So I'm in like a black vest, black vest top, joggers, trainers. Wow. It was going to be warm. I knew once I got to my client's house, it was going to be even warmer. So why mm. have I put a hoodie over it? Because I know that I'm top heavy and my arms are bigger than what they were last year. Mm. And my belly's a little bit bung. And I didn't want to be out here looking fluffy. Got you. Okay, so you know why you did it then. Okay, yeah, I knew why I did it, but it's just like, why? You need to read that book, babe. <laughs> Eurocentric standards of beauty. Listen, I'm dancing. I'm going to start dancing to the beat of my own drum, mm. and stop measuring myself against this world standards of beauty because. A hundred years ago, I mean, whenever Marilyn Monroe was was gracing our, you know, the TV, she was a size fourteen. Mm. She was like, you know, a curvaceous woman, and that was seen to be the, oh, that's gorgeous, that's lovely, this that, and the other. There was time, I think, in the nineties, it was a size zero. Oh, size zero was the ideal standard. Now you got flipping. Then there was Kim Kardashian era where everybody wanted to have, you know, hourglass figures. Yes. Oh, that's so that's yeah. Now it's like some botch Barbie, big batty, cinched in waist and big breasts. Right. Like dance and like, it's just like, we, who do we do this for? Is it for the men in our society that men don't even know whether they're coming or going? Monday they prefer flipping tomatoes. Tuesday they don't like tomatoes no more. And then we dance to that kind of, oh babe, you know, is, is this pretty or this? One minute, he, uh, so in the book, right? <laughs> she, sorry, babe, I've got to, you know, in the book, she's just like, well, say you're with a man that doesn't like makeup, right? Oh, babe, you wear too much makeup. Oh. See on you, for the most girl with the con, so you, you don't wear your, your makeup now, right? Right. Not toning it down. Next minute, man's having an affair with the most chiselled, contoured mm. woman in there. But I thought you said you didn't like makeup. Mm. Oh, I don't uh, ha like girls with hijabs. 
next minute now marry a woman with a hijab like they just and we pander to it as women mm. dance to the beat of your own drum and it's easier said than done especially as black women like again you know we're at the bottom of the totem pole mm. but just even you know as we discussed about these goddesses you know ocean and Asi, Ossi, or you know, you know, all of these like Western African like goddesses, and you know how graceful they were, and and this is all being just stripped from us. We're living in the aftermath of oh, because the white man says this, this is what the standard is for me yeah. as well. But really, we need to tear down the standard. Period. But even the thing with even 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 if we were gonna be like, yeah, we're only gonna go by the European standard, and we're not gonna try and change our views, and we're not gonna try and change our ways of life. Cool. The trends for beauty change all the time. All the time. It's so fleeting. Exactly. Like, I do you remember back in like early two thousands, maybe it was like like. Big titties was in, like, big balloon-looking balloon tits was in, like, um, the likes of Jodie Marsh and Katie Price. Yeah. Like, they were page-free. Yeah, if you had the small titties, no one was interested. Yeah. Now it's like, no, you've got to have the medium-sized titties with the big-ass bum and the hips. In the next, probably, 10 years, it's going to be, no, uh... Uh, skinny ankles is in <laughs> fat arms is in big foreheads are in do you know what I mean like damn fools it's like keeping up with the Joneses you can never ever mm. fully capture and that's why I say when it comes to body confidence people are like, I'm not ready I'm not like we're chasing these kind of influencer lifestyles where these influencers don't even look like themselves on a good day like <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's come to the point, even, it's, it's so deep, but even when you go onto Snapchat, remember back in the days with our five gig phones, and we used to take them pixelated photos, and we're like, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> now we've crisp, clear, screen, right. photo looks natural. When I, like, it's come to the point where I'm second guessing when I'm taking photos without a filter, because Beach. I feel like, like, what is that? Shake it off. <laughs> no but I hear what you're saying though and I think I've gotten to a point where I'm like okay no 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 I'm not gonna do this filter on everything that's ridiculous that is mad do you know how mad that is there was actually a time when we, those filters did not exist you know and we just took the picture as it was and look good and even subconsciously because we've all been you know in lockdown I, you know, I love a good, you know, beat face or I love doing my makeup. It's just ritualistic for me. It's therapeutic. Do you know what I mean? But now where I've been wearing less and I may want to go out and put some, I feel like I look like a cabbage patch doll. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, what the hell? This doesn't, does this even suit me? I'm going to, yeah. A cabbage patch doll. Right. I'm about yeah. to show out in, in a little while. And I'm thinking, okay, should I put on makeup? I have never, ever since I started wearing makeup at what, maybe 13? I have wearing makeup. I wore makeup at 13. I wore like bronzer and mascara. I yeah. remember starting the white one, 18, I think. I started oh, wow. wearing makeup. 
yeah, no, I was wearing out. Obviously, like it was gradual, but yeah, um, I have never been at a point where I was where I'm like debating whether I should, actually no, I prefer my natural face. Like I prefer to just go. I I, I can't be bothered. Wow, we're growing up. Mm. We're growing up. Less is definitely more now. And like you thought I was the other day, I said to Yaz. Um, I've got like 13 MAC lipsticks here which I don't wear like they're all just these wild colours that I don't wear anymore and I'm not saying like that's a bad thing but that was me back then I'm actually going to go to MAC and give them all back you thought I was mad but like less is more now for me yeah but I'm just like if you're got how much lipstick you're well listen I'm in my way to talk I've probably got quite a collection of my matte lipsticks it's too much i was looking at them on my dressing table um on my chest of drawers the other day also i don't use these there's dust there's a film of dust on each one of them i don't use them even ones that you've never used before i've used all of them okay so i've still got some that i've not even touched which is ridiculous <sighs> okay um, that's bad yeah, so that's what i was thinking oh you've probably not even do you know what i mean no, i've used you... all of them i used to wear you know all of this this candy yum yum and and saint germain and ruby woo all these big big colors i don't wear them no more so i'm taking them back to mac and i'm going to condense it down to two everyday nude colors and that's velvet me teddy. i love oh. a velvet teddy Ooh, yes i'm gonna get rid of those and then probably maybe a cream is it cream cup I can't remember the names. Oh, I haven't been to Mac in so long. I was actually thinking about that today. And especially when it comes to like fashion and stuff like that, I'd rather spend money in investment pieces rather than just, well, you know, we'll see. Yeah, like, so for instance, now we've got warmer weather. You want to be getting like maybe a good linen shirt, um, a couple of denim shorts, um what else couple pairs of culottes maybe i think a culotte is will suit your body shape oh yeah 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 i've got that yeah um and just like a couple nice summery dresses that you can wear over and over again mm. yeah definitely dresses to, to suit the body type but you know i, I feel good within myself i mean I feel like I was buying at what size 14 because I'm mm -hmm. a tall girl anyway, but I've gone right back down to a 12 now, like a good 12. Good. Which I'm happy with, like obviously my little budget and just meal prepping has made the biggest difference to be fair. Mm. I feel, I feel good. Still want to, you know, shave down on my, on my, my boobs. They have gone down considerably um but i feel good i feel good that's good you know today i was thinking whilst i was working i was thinking um i think 2020 probably been in terms of like um self-reflection um knowing getting to know myself better and understanding the kind of person i am understanding my triggers and my thought processes and all of that it's been a good probably one of the best years I've had. Um, mm. And I think lockdown was like one of the main contributors there. Because mm -hmm. I've had all this time 
to just think about me and also probably coming out of a long-term relationship as well mm. and not that I wasn't I became a better woman in that relationship but even coming mm. out of it I now had more headspace to think about who Cleo is and what she wants mm. what her passions are um and where she wants to go in life so could you could you say the same thing for you has this so, has this has this year been like how's this year been for you I mean it's almost done so we might as well it's done I mean I feel like this year has been a year that the government have tried to use us like we're in some sort of social experiment yeah I feel like I've always I people that know me correct me if I'm wrong I'm always a work in progress I'm always working on myself I, d- I wouldn't say that this year's forced me to to look in but I definitely you learn every year like learning is a good sign of, of growth and you know overcoming different hurdles mm. I'm a work in progress you know and I'm just so excited to see you know just as I just just dig into more knowledge where it's going to take me like the Yasmin of July 2020 is she going to be the same in October like it's, it's exciting stuff so being excited for change yeah I've never been this excited for change, but you, I've no, I've noticed now how how quickly we change as people. Mm. I'm not the same person I was in January. Mm. I'm not the same person I was in March. So, um, constantly evolving. Yeah, constantly, constantly, evolving. constantly just shedding. It's almost like we're shedding mm. skin. We literally shed skin constantly. Yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. That's no, why absolutely. you change your bed sheets often because there's just dead skin in there. Gross. But yes, do <laughs> if you can, laundry sanitizer, just FYI. I think oh, I should. Yeah. Mm, I should invest in that. I can't be bothered. But yeah, I should invest. But um no, absolutely. And I, I yeah. I'm just excited and for all of those that are listening or are still on the journey with us um thank you so so much and just remember like life is it's like a cycle um I think something from me that I've learned is always just be teachable I try mm-hmm. my best to be humble and just you can learn from so many people mm-hmm. like, because somebody's different to you or they don't like your t- type of music or don't mm-hmm. love your or don't have the same interest doesn't mean that you can't learn from that person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. emo a rocker met like you can like not even mu- musically musician wise but mm-hmm. just anybody the oldest like bent up person in the park that's trying to say hello to you bent up person no no <laughs> Woo! but I know what you mean I know oh my what god, that's gonna be the soundbite. <laughs> I don't know why I added <laughs> the oldest bed up person in the park trying to talk to you, you can learn from them. Oh my god. It's about being open. It's about being open. And <sighs> does anybody else make themselves laugh like this? Is I always awesome? make myself laugh. I'm a mess. Actually, too. Too. 
But yeah. But yeah, that being said, guys, have are you happy to, to wrap up? Yeah, so um yeah, have a blessed week, guys. Um, you know, go out and be your best selves, be open, um, be open-minded, be open to receive. Ooh, Let's do a challenge. Or like what's the challenge? Challenge yourself to introduce yourself to somebody new and just find out a bit more about them. Oh my god, this week. This week. Do we only have a week? Okay. That is a challenge for me. Yeah, just like just even like one of your clients. Just be like, oh. Just be a bit more, you know, conversation if it's not awkward to do that. You know what? That's been on my my heart, you know, for some for some time. God. Because a lot of times like I'll I'll get to work. Like, hey, and then that's it. I'm just getting yeah. on with my work and they get on with what they're doing. I never Maybe. engage in conversation, so yeah, I probably should. So that would be my challenge to our listeners. But that being said, thank <coughs> you so, so much. We're trying to push ourselves to 100 subscribers by next Monday. 100 I know followers on Instagram, you mean? Followers, yeah, followers on Instagram, I mean. So thank you for all your support. Go and follow us at Next Minute Pod. And and we'll see you next week. Bye. We love you. Bye.